Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. One Republic's Ryan Tedder is on with Bennett from Most Requested Live. Hey, Ryan. Hey, how you doing, man? You too. What's going on? Where are you in the world? Uh, I'm in West Hollywood, California. Awesome. Uh, off the road temporarily, right? You just wrapped up. Uh... Yeah, off the road for about a month um, until we go back to we're like Europe, Middle East, Africa. It's yeah, like phase between, two. Between Halloween and Halloween and Thanksgiving is just nuts. Yeah, I saw but, it. It looks it looks like a lot of fun too. Uh, congrats on this year, man! It must be a whirlwind for you. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's been, it's been, it's been a lot. <laughs> it, it's going to be over like that. Cause it has just been a lot. Yeah. I ain't worried. One of my favorite songs of the year, just congrats on all the success you've seen from it. Uh, I'm just so just blown away by the song. It's kind of like the perfect storm. I mean, yeah. you have this song that is just incredibly beautiful and catchy matched with uh, one of the biggest movies of all time. Now, Tom yeah. Cruise, Miles Teller's abs, this, yep. this doesn't happen by accident. Um, we planned it. We planned it that, you know, I went into the <laughs> as soon as COVID-19 locked us all down. And I thought to myself, you know, you know, it would really work out convenient for, for me personally <laughs> is landing a song in the biggest movie two years from now, 2022. And um, it was, you know, put it into the universe and here it is. You manifested it. Yeah, the power of the universe. Manifest destiny, man. Yeah, so I've of course seen your interviews where you've described the you know the Zoom with Tom and he's kind of painting the picture yeah. of the scene in the movie. You whip the song together in what twenty four hour span. Yeah, <laughs> uh, is that? I mean, I assume that's got to be so much pressure uh, creating a song for not only a movie but for Tom Cruise. Does working with every artist though in your in your past does that set you up for this? Does that take oh, the edge off a little bit? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I'm I am. I am for sure extremely accustomed to high stakes and, and I'm a very accustomed to uh, immeasurable disappointment. So for, for any or all the success I've had, what people only see is that they don't, they don't see that the week before, after and following, I ha got like, you know, uh, rejected, terrible news. There's, you know, it's, it's, it's mostly rejection. Um, and then every now and then one of them sneaks through and just and goes nuclear. And um, so I didn't want to disappoint Tom Cruise. Um, I also didn't, but I don't, I don't really ap approach writing so much from that standpoint. I approach it from an inspirational, like, I'm going to blow your mind. That's like the whole, the, my whole thing is I'm more motivated by, I'm going to let me blow your mind than let me not disappoint you. So, so yeah, it was kind of, you know, I, and I also knew that, 
I, when I do songs for film or for TV campaigns, commercials, like um, I did the original song in all the Tom Brady Hertz, Hertz rent a car commercials for the last okay. year, where he's plugging himself in. It's an electric, you know, they bought all these Teslas and they've bought a billion hours of ad space. And so if you hear the song playing and the whistle and the thing in the background, that's me. And I submitted three or four songs to land, to land that one. And so a lot of what I do is, is if it's for a movie or for commercial or whatever, I'll tell them ahead of time, I'm going to, I'm going to give you three songs. Okay. And, um, with, with, I ain't worried though. And with Top Gun, I never made it to the second song. We were starting the second song and I, I just texted it to Tom and said, Hey, um, here's option one. I, I love this. It feels like, a, you know, could be a bullseye, but we got two more coming. And he said, don't even, don't even do the other two. This is it. I was like, all right, all right, man, you know what you want. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And like, you've been doing this long enough uh, where in your head, are you going like this, this could be special, you know, this, this could be it. He, yeah. I mean, I was so, I was so dedicated to serving that scene and I had the benefit of having uh, they had sent me a watermarked copy of that scene um, coming off the, you know, John Hamm's office onto the beach all the way into uh, the, I forget her name, but the girlfriend's house. And okay, yeah, right. so I was just like, you know, a big part of nailing songs for movies or TV shows is getting inside the mind of the, whoever is the director or the creative person behind it. And the thing, the thing that most creative people in film or tv what they care about more than your song is the scene does it does it capture the scene does it serve the story and so I, the funniest part about i ain't worried is it is without question the least i have ever tried to write a hit in air quotes wow okay in, in my career i wasn't I was so not concerned about whether this song was a hit. I was, I didn't even think it was going to come out like to, mm -hmm. to like, I thought it'd be in the movie and it, I didn't even know if it was going to get released. And when I was writing it, I wasn't even hundred percent sure if, if we were going to be performing it because they hadn't, they hadn't really told me. Oh, and okay. I, I thought as I was singing it, I thought, man, who else could do that? And I was like going through all the Rolodex of artists going, I'm not, there's only one or two other artists that could even sing this because it, the way it sounds uh, you know, it was more natural for me to do it than anybody else. And, um, and so as I was doing it, all I kept thinking about was this works for the scene. And we did not actually do a, we did not finish a released, the released version that you hear that you get, play on radio and that you hear on Spotify. That version was not finished until like April of this year. And the movie came out <laughs> what like uh six seven weeks later yeah yeah i handed it in on the, an hour before the hard deadline for to make the movie because the only version that it exists that existed is what you see in the movie which is a chopped up version where That's the course, wild. course happens 20 times and the whistle like it's edited like crazy and and uh, the the person in charge of the music for the movie said dude like in a perfect world we we have a version of this that's listenable like outside of the movie you, you know, we need that version. We need it yesterday. So we kind of scrambled and I, I quickly wrote that second verse and the, there was no bridge. So I just said, ah, let's just make it a, a Beach Boys moment. And so the whole thing was like, like I was trying to write a really good song, but there was not even one second where I thought, oh, and it's a hit. Like I didn't think it was a hit at all. 
That's that's that blows my mind. Yeah. <laughs> that's a while. And, and in, here it is. Just I feel like it's just growing more and more as we speak. Like it has it like a whole life of its own. TikTok has run with it. Radio's run with it. I mean, yeah. it's just truly <laughs> unbelievable. And hearing hearing that story about how it came to be just makes it even more special. It's wild. Yeah. It's 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 uh it, you know most of our stuff is I don't think in the history of this band we've ever had a overnight like like you know uh sam i was texting with sam smith yesterday just congratulating him on uh on unholy and it's like it comes out in debuts number one in the world like what's that like i've never like wonder <laughs> we've had we've been having hits for 15 16 years now this yeah. would be like our 16th year we've never once had it's always the song that like that like it's been out for six months or nine months and then and then it, fi- it creeps its way up and then out of, and then then it's everywhere and then <laughs> i don't yeah. know what I don't know what uh, what what it is about our band that has always been. That's always been. It's been like a long, slow battling it out up the hill. Every song, it's just the it's just the nature of it. So yeah. I mean, I think it, you know what it's like. You got to take it for what it is. And I think those types of songs tend to last longer. They have a much longer shelf life. Um, a great example is like Heat Waves, Glass Animals. That song. Yes. A year to to and then and then out of nowhere you couldn't get rid of it it was just mm-hmm. it was the song in the world everywhere for like six months um so i i would definitely rather have that <laughs> than uh, what i need to do what what i need to do next though is we got to write like the neighborhood uh sweater weather Th- that dude like dude it's still like top of the charts right now oh it's like number 24 in the world right now why like what every, <laughs> every september here's the genius part about that song he had no idea when he wrote it right it is so much bigger now then when it came out in 2014, 2013, it came out almost 10 mm-hmm. years ago because every September, the moment Labor Day clicks and September happens, sweater weather for the third year in a row climbs a chart. And then guess what? It's sweater weather until like March. <laughs> like, yeah. Holy hell. Like, <laughs> like, I'm just like, this guy unknowingly wrote the, the most long lasting song of all time. So I'm like literally going, I need to write a song that's like, like, feels like summer summer's coming like like what right. and just I'm, own the season <laughs> t-shirt weather t-shirt weather and just own <laughs> the damn season well i wanted to ask you uh you know you've written so much timeless music and, and you just referenced a few songs that you love already you know was there a song that you wish you wrote that you wish oh, you had a hand in easily you know what i mean that's that's so easy that's so easy i mean the easiest one would be like every breath you take because it's the most played song of all time mm-hmm. but let me say something like Let's say, let's say in the last 10 years, yeah. in the last 10 years, there's probably two songs a year that come out every year, two, where I'm like, oh, I wish I wrote that. Like, I can't believe. And sometimes I'll even go, it sounds like I wrote that. Like, like <laughs> and for me in the last decade, if I could steal any song or go into Wikipedia and add my name as one of the writers, it's Gautier, somebody I used to know. Mm. That is yeah. in in songwriter circles, like the world that I live in, in LA and New York and London, people who just write songs for a living, that is one of the Holy Grail songs. You know, I've been lucky enough to be a part of two or three Holy Grail songs in six, I've been doing this 19 years and I've had arguably maybe three, three like Holy Grail songs in 19 years. Um, Somebody I used to know to me is more iconic. I feel like it's better than anything I've ever written. It's just one of those. It's such a monstrous, monstrous chorus and melody. 
and and it's also um, very not formulaic. So the other thing, reason that writers like it is that it's, it's not a cookie cutter pop record. It's unique and sounds almost like an indie record. And yeah. but it's but it's a monster. And that's yeah. I, I really wish that I could go back in time and and be in that room while telling a heartfelt story too. Like it, it encompasses exactly. everything. That's oh, great it's heartbreaking. About yeah, yeah, you can. This this relationship wrecked this guy, and I think that that's that's just one of those. You know, it, it was lightning in a bottle. You know what I mean? Yeah, as in uh, I ain't worried. It's just this lightning rod that has just trying, yeah, it, it just yeah. keeps on going, and just you know, congrats, man, congrats to the whole the whole crew on what a year it's been and what uh, fifteen years, as you put it, right? Yeah, fifteen. Uh, I mean, apologize came out August of. Um, 2007 yeah and when i find doing the math correctly and it's been almost 15 years for bleeding love we're approaching the 15 year anniversary of bleeding love so they both they both came out apologize and bleeding came out within a month of each other so it's it's uh right at 15 years um which is crazy would you say i ain't worried is one of the most proud of uh, songs that you've been it, a part I, of I, I will say that uh i will say that time will tell history like hindsight is for sure 2020 um, so far, it looks like it could be, I, I could argue that it will for sure be one of the biggest hits I've ever written or that we've ever put out. Um, but one of the big reasons for that is um, nothing to do with the song itself. But by, by virtue of the fact that we are in one of the most like pivotal, like turning point scenes in right. the largest movie of all time, like it occurred to us a few weeks ago or occurred to me a few weeks ago. I was like, when is this song going to like, because, you know, you get in the stupid uh, recording artist conversations or when's the next single coming and what's it, what is it, you know, what, what's the vibe? And then we had to ask the question, well, when is this song going to die down? And then somebody, somebody in our team said, well, when will people stop watching Top Gun? And I was like, oh, good point. Like, I, I don't even know if we'll beat this song ever again, because as, for as long as people will, will keep watching the, one of the biggest movies of all time, every time they watch it, it will trigger them with this song, which will <clears throat> drop people back to listening to the song. So it's, a, it's an interesting, we've never, we've had a lot of different kinds of big records. We've never had one in a movie that's this big. So they're kind of going to feed each other for the foreseeable future. So I, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I feel like every 4th of July, I feel like, we didn't write sweater weather, but I feel like every Memorial Day and Fourth of July, yes. you're gonna see. I ain't worried. Just like come back on the charts <laughs> with the mustaches and the whole thing, whole nine yards. Yeah, the whole nine yards. I'm wrapping it up now. It's just uh, incredible to hear uh, these stories. Just amazing. I I'm so into the songwriting process and how this uh, incredible song came to be. So just thank you for for spending some time with us, uh, Ryan, and all the best <laughs> on the second leg of the tour. You and the guys, and uh, we'll have to catch up with you soon. All right. Thank you. All right, man. Thanks. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.